What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, everybody, to After Hour Tea. So today we're going to start with Atlanta. Um, I actually, I thought that Atlanta was going on a hiatus, but they really just skipped a week. It wasn't really a hiatus. Usually a franchise will, um, do like a hiatus when they, hiatus, I don't know why I can't say that, when they, um, are trying to phase out like, or I'm, I'm sorry, when they're trying to schedule reunions properly and everything, but, um, this wasn't really a hiatus. It was just a basically skipping a week. So anyways, we're back with Atlanta and, um, this coming up Sunday, we're actually going to be hopefully getting this stripper drama out of the way. I mean, we're like 11 episodes in and we still haven't talked about it. So, I mean, (laughs) I'm kind of ready for it at this point. But anyways, um, so LaToya and Fallon um, have found themselves kind of in a feud on social media amid season 13. Um, By the way, I think I said that her name, a couple podcasts ago, I said that her name was Faye Lynn. Um, She spells it F-A-L-Y-N-N. So I'm sorry, but like... Falin, I don't know. I just, I thought it was Phelan, and I was like, I don't know who the hell they're talking about. And then I was like, oh my god, it's Fallon. That's the girl who, like, they went over to her house, so she's actually a friend this season, um, or a guest, whatever. Um, so, anyways, if you recall, um, the two butted heads when they first met, um, and it, it all kicked off when um, Fallon invited the girls over to her home, and Latoya had said that Fallon looked like the type to only date rich older men almost immediately after first meeting her, which. I mean, at this point, we kind of know that LaToya has a little bit of diarrhea of the mouth. Um, You know, we're used to that with certain housewives, if you know what I mean. Um, So anyways, LaToya was vocal about having an issue with Fallon uh, staying with her husband, Simon, in a separate cabin instead of bunking with the rest of the ladies during the cast trip in South Carolina. Um, And then Fallon addresses her issues with LaToya's comments during a recent interview that I found um, shared by the Peach Report Daily. Um... (laughs) So in the comment section of the post, um, LaToya responded by asking her co-star, what exactly do you do? Um, And then Fallon clapped back and responded, while throwing shade at LaToya, um, uh, I'm sorry, while throwing shade at LaToya's recently resurfaced video um, where uh, she's basically accused of making anti-black comments. Um, So Fallon has said... um, Well, since I have some time today, I own a petroleum logistics company that I started before the age of 30. I am a real estate investor. I paint abstract art. I carry a successful black man's legacy. I raise my black husband's black sons. Oh, and side note, my black husband has big lips, too. I thought a little girl with a colorist issue said something. Stay well and God bless. I would say I'm more on Fallon's side. Um, I don't know about you guys, but... um, So, I... Again, I can't speak for the black community. However, I did um, watch the video of um, LaToya kind of making fun of some girl's big lips. Personally, I don't, I, I don't understand the issue there. I don't, I, I don't, I mean, everybody, I don't, regardless of somebody's skin color, I feel like they could have big lips no matter what. I don't really feel like it really matters with skin color. Um, however, it obviously offended many people, and so I understand that. Um but yeah, I definitely say that I'm probably Team Fallon on this one, only because I think that Latoya is a little messy. Um, I don't follow her on social media. I actually don't follow either of them on social media, so I'm just reading this from an article. But um, yeah, if I had to pick a side, I would say Fallon. All right, and then speaking of Latoya and Fallon, um, I do have a recent appearance um, 
by Candy on Watch What Happens Live that she did, uh, where she kind of teases the upcoming drama between her co-stars Latoya and Fallon um, in a future episode of Atlanta. Um, she was asked by a viewer if she was embarrassed by the way Latoya keeps coming for Drew, um, since, um, Candy does, uh, I'm sorry, since Candy knew the, um, knew that Drew would uh, be joining before. I don't know why I can't speak tonight, guys. I really don't. <laughs> I'm like stuttering. Anyways, um, this is what Candy had to say. This is a quote. Um, honestly, I had more, I felt worse about what's going to happen between her and Fallon later on a future episode. And then she continued by saying that Latoya and Drew kind of go back and forth and Drew is going to give some super shade towards Latoya later on. So to me, they're about even with their back and forth. Um, And then she also added saying, uh, but you have to watch the future episode to see what I was talking about with her and Fallon. Um, And yeah, so I guess that's our little teaser for for what's to come. Um, Like I said, I think Latoya is super messy, so I expect nothing less. Um, Fallon seems really classy, so... Um, it would be really interesting to see more of Fallon. I really think she's an interesting individual, so hopefully we get to see a little bit more of her. So moving on from that, I do have a um, kind of some Twitter Twitter feeds for you guys um, that that came with the episode that we saw on Sunday, um, where Kenya was kind of um, clapping back at her co-stars, who were basically accusing her of ditching them uh, to take care of Brooklyn during the latest episode. So um, the round of tweets are as follows. Kenya said, I did apologize. This is purely disrespectful, passive aggressive and nasty. I don't have help at home. I put my child first. Brooklyn will always be number one. People just said they don't care about my friendship. So please stop acting like you care. Um, okay. Then she also said common sense question mark wow i have taken my child on every single cast trip. We don't need permission to bring our children. If they wanted their children, there they would be there okay that's true um i know i i I was kind of getting annoyed how portia and then i mean candy didn't really say anything but like i I don't know i just i was getting annoyed how people were like well how come i can bring my kids and all this stuff it's like you know at the end of the day if you wanted to bring your daughter you could i mean i'm pretty sure pj's gone on one of the trips with the lady so i don't i don't see why it's an issue Um, And then Kenya also said, I don't need to give them an option. No one can tell you not to bring your child, not production, not an employer, and nor me. And no one brought their child on the next trip, even though they were told they could. Um, Yeah, I mean, so basically, in the episode that we just saw, just to give you guys some, some context here, um, Kenya kind of ditched a game of Never Have I Ever that they were going to play, um, to pick up Brooklyn from her nanny upstairs. And then when Candy followed her, um, more clarified that she had no plans to come back downstairs as she was caring for Brooklyn. Um, and Candy told the rest of the women that this just pissed her off and explaining basically that this is just a double standard and it's just, you know, not okay. Um, so, and then, you know, Portia had something to say. She said, you know, Kenya has money. She can afford nannies, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, I didn't really think it was that big of a deal, but Kenya is like the worst apologizer ever. I mean, she could easily just squash it and just say, you know what? I'm so sorry. Um, She just, because she apologizes, but it's like the worst apology. It's like with attitude and everything. And it's like, why don't you just apologize for, you know, that miscommunication? You shouldn't have said that you were going to do that. I just think it was rude. All right, that's all I have for Atlanta, so I'm going to move on to Dallas. 
Um, I have a recent podcast interview with a friend of Housewives, Jen Davis, um, the redhead. Um, I say redhead because, I mean, she's not the only redhead anymore because it's Brandy. But um, so basically, for those of you who don't know, um, Jen Davis was a full-time housewife and then she got demoted um, kind of late on, later on, you know. But she filmed most of the season with, with the ladies. So um, anyways... Um, in this um, podcast interview, she kind of talks a little bit about that and how she ended up being demoted from full-time to friend of. Um, so here's what she had to say. I had some personal issues going on in my family that I didn't want the public eye to see. Um, and then she continued by saying, continued by saying, I was grateful to film as much as I did and to be a friend of this year. Um, and she was then asked if she read rumors regarding her demotion online, like such as Reddit or whatever. And she said that someone told me once, don't go down the rabbit, um, don't go down the rabbit hole. Um, and she said, why she chooses not to read speculation about her personal life and marriage. Um, so then in an attempt to answer all the host questions, Jen asked what the site said to which podcasts, um, to which the podcast host, Claudia said she was going to be very upfront. Um, sorry, burping. Um, <laughs> What I saw, which I was like, this is so crazy, was that there was footage of you threatening to kill your husband, so you pulled out or something. Um, and she said that with a laugh. And so the host told Jennifer that some speculated that there was footage of people doing drugs at her home. And um, Jen said, it's funny how rumors get started. There was stuff going on in our home where my other half went to rehab, and everything just cul culminated when we were shooting. Um, and then she went on to say that she was very proud of her man for going to rehab and working on himself because it is a disease. Uh, she also said, we're co-parenting nicely and things are moving forward and the house is for sale. Things happened in a way that surprised me, but it's okay. I'm very grateful the show was filming at the time. It was a wonderful distraction. Um, and then she also credited, credited the Real Housewives of Dallas for empowering her and giving her the courage to become a single mom and walk away. Um, and then when asked if she'd like to be a full-time cast member on Dallas, she said she would definitely be interested and that it would be an honor. Um, she said, everyone struggles. It's the human condition. I was dependent on alcohol for a really long time. I've been sober for 10 years. And then she added saying, I just cannot drink alcohol. And so I think being real and open is the only way to be authentic. I personally think that she would be a great housewife. I'd love to learn more about her. So I do hope that we see her in the future. Um, hopefully she decides to kind of come back as a friend. So at least we can see her, um, I mean, we all know this friend Friend of, uh, it kind of depends on how you look at it. For example, we have people like Marlo on Atlanta who have been friend of for years. And what that basically means is they go on group trips, they go on outings, but they're not filming individually. Um, so, you know, we're definitely still going to see Jen, but um, we won't see any of her individual stuff going on, uh, which makes sense. Um, but, uh, you know, given everything that's going on. But anyways, there's that interview for you. Also related to Dallas, but not direct T, um, Brandy did give birth to her baby, um, her fourth child, um, Breelin, Bre what's her name? Breelin Mari Redmond. Okay. So if you want to go on social media to her Instagram and look if you'd like, but yes, she did give birth to her baby. That's pretty much everything I have with Dallas. Um, not much going on. They're not doing any press right now. So um, just because of everything that's going on, um, in Texas currently. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, I'm going to move on to New Jersey. 
Um, so I do have a recent interview with Page Six that Jackie did where she um, revealed that she began writing her first book um, after season 11 of New Jersey wrap- wrapped up filming. Um, she kind of declined to give any more details about her book in progress, but she did tell Page Six that she's uh, quote-unquote super excited about um, the book and I'm actually writing it myself like not a ghostwriter. Uh, she also added, what people don't realize about me is that I love being funny, and I love being a witty kind of funny, and a lot of my writing is in that vein of witty, funny kind of writing. Um, she's previously written articles for publications including Good Housekeeping, North, uh, NorthJersey.com, and Scary Mommy, and then when asked if she would consider launching her own podcast, just like um, her co-star Margaret, um, she said that she'll stick to Instagram. Uh, she said, I don't think I would do it because I love a great podcast and I feel like the market is so saturated. I would hate to be a mediocre podcast and I feel like everyone's fighting for the same content and the same guests. And I don't like to do anything that I'm not going to be fabulous at. So I think there's so many podcasts out there already that I wouldn't. Shit. Well, now that makes me think about my podcast because I feel like I'm doing a shitty job, but I know that I'm not because y'all are still listening to me. I don't know why, but (laughs) looking back at all my notes for this week i actually have a lot with jersey i just realized so um this will be fun um (laughs) so i have a interview that melissa did um with us weekly and i'm going to talk about this in segments and i'm i'll break it up because there's a lot a lot to dive into here but there was a lot of questions that was um that were being asked to her um And so let's talk about this for a little bit. So Melissa kind of admitted that Bravo viewers um, will witness a different side of her marriage to um, her husband, Joe Gorga, in this upcoming season, which we kind of got a glimpse of during the um, season trailer and everything like that. Um, So here's what she had to say. Um, This season, it's very raw. It's very real. It's very different this season for Joe and I. Um, Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, We've done very good for 11 years. We're a great couple. We really try hard. We fight really hard for our family. And it's not easy to be on reality TV for 11 years and still stand strong. Um, And then Melissa also told the publication that she and Joe have changed a lot since they first tied the the knot. Um, Sorry. Um, He likes to say things... um, Oh my god, why can I not speak today? Um... (laughs) I don't want to start over here. Um, he like uh, he likes things to stay the same. I've been with him since I was 24 years old, so I've changed, and I feel like this is a scary part of marriage. Either you're going to grow together or you're going to grow apart, and I think we're fighting really hard to grow together. Um, she continued saying, it's not easy, we're struggling. I'm not sitting here telling you that like I'm moving out of my house today, but we were struggling and we show it. Uh, we're fighting out of it. And then she also added that her kids, that I'm um, sorry, that their kids, their history, and their love for each other are huge drivers for them when it comes to staying together, noting that it just takes a little give and take. Um, another issue that the couple is facing is Joe is having a hard time with his 15-year-old daughter, Antonia, dating, uh, which I was going to talk about in my uh, New Jersey reaction that I will be posting pretty soon. Um Melissa said, he just doesn't get it. Um, He just looks at us all cross-eyed like every time we talk about anything with Antonia and a boy. The fact that she's a sophomore, hello, this is when it happens and the sex talk happens. It's just a real life thing. Um, He gasped for air. He can't even say the word. It's so ridiculous. Um, She said, I'm like Joe. I don't know what generation or world you think we're living in, but you better like bring it together here because this is not how the world is right now. Um, She also noted that with Teresa... Um, sorry, 
I don't know why I started saying that. Um, she's, she also said that I'm like worried all the time when she wants to go to a party. She needs rides. Are you in the car? Do you have your seatbelts on? It's a whole different world. So I think that Joe is more of a helicopter parent than Melissa. I think Melissa is more like easygoing. But anyways, um, yeah, I really, I think we're going to get to see a little bit different side of Joe and Melissa. And I really kind of am interested to see what, you know, where Teresa fits in with this because she's usually very protective of her brother. And I think that, um, I don't know, we're going to see some issues going on and I hope that she doesn't get in the middle of any of it. I'm praying, but I know Teresa and hopefully that doesn't happen, but... (laughs) All right, so moving on from that, or putting that aside, I should say, um, I have an interview that Teresa did with E! News where she opens up about her relationship with her new boyfriend, Louis Ruelas, um, and she credits her la- uh, she credits her late parents for her new relationship, saying, um, I know my mom and dad sent my boyfriend to me. They did um, because my dad left me, and he's like, you can't stay alone, so I know he sent him to me. Um, him and my mom, they really did. I swear I asked them to send me an amazing person. And then I met him a few weeks later on the same street. Um, Teresa and Louie meeting, uh, really was fate. As she explained, she said, I was walking by at the Jersey shore and he was packing up his car to go back home. Um, and they've been together ever since. She said, everything's really good. I'm so happy. He's amazing. He's beautiful inside and out. He's really special. And she also revealed how her four daughters, um, are feeling about, uh, Louis. And then she said, they, um, they like him. They think he's great also, which I'm glad. Um, she shared, adding that her ex-husband, Joe Judice, agrees. Uh, she said, and Joe's happy for me. I'm happy for Joe. Right now he's living in the Bahamas, so everything's good. We're all a happy family, which I'm glad. Um, I'm actually glad that he lives in the Bahamas because it's probably easier to go visit him because um, it's not as long as not, not as long of a flight as Italy. Um, Teresa also says that she and Joe don't get nervous talking about their dating lives with each other. She said, we didn't share until we needed to, you know? Um, so the girls went to Italy and met his girlfriend, Gia and Melania went and met his girlfriend. And then, uh, when I met Louis, I didn't tell them right away, but it was, um, but when it was the right time, I told them and it was all good and he was happy for me and I'm happy for him. Um, so does Teresa see marriage in the near future? That's the million dollar question right now. She said, Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen. I hate answering questions for the future because I remember doing that when the show first started and then look what happened. Uh, so I just like to talk about the future. Um, I'm all about whatever is meant to be is meant to be. I know it's so it's crazy because like I'm reading how happy she is with, um, you know, her new boyfriend and everything. And, um, I actually recently read Teresa's, um, first memoir that she did. It's called Turning Tables. Um, if you, are a reader and you get a chance, I really, really recommend that you read the book because, um, I mean, I don't know how much of it is actually written by Teresa. I would say that a good portion of it is only because it kind of sounds like her at some points. Um, it was a really great memoir in my opinion. Um, it's a little cheesy at times, but, um, it kind of takes you through her journey through prison and, um, from the moment she left from the moment she came back home. And, um, you know, not only do you learn more about how her life was in prison, but you kind of just learn a backstory of her and how her and Joe met. And, you know, it just, it's really, really nice and refreshing to hear it because the way that she paints Joe in the book, um, is the way that I see Joe now, which is kind of difficult because I remember watching Joe on the show and just being completely disgusted by him. Um, from all the, you know, rude things that he used to say and just all the moments that they had that were bad, that were caught on camera, that's how I remember him, which is how I don't want to remember him. 
So, of course, in her memoir, she kind of talks about how they met. And, um, you know, it's really kind of a sweet story. I mean, they, they've they known each other for, I mean, I know she says this all the time, but they have known each other for a long, long time. Um, like, since they were teenagers. And, um, or even younger than that, like, since they were, like, kids, like, really young kids. And so it's it's kind of incredible, you know, to, like, listen to this love story and how they really, you know, got to love each other. And, um you know, just learning all the behind the scenes of when she was in prison and we didn't really get to hear what was going on. I mean, Joe was a great, loyal, faithful husband to her and um, just very supportive of her and very apologetic and um, very much so like, I can't live without you. And I think honestly, what really switched between them was not only when Teresa's mother had passed away, but also I think um, when Joe went away, I think he kind of changed a lot when he went to prison. Um, cause Teresa changed for, for the better, I would say, um, in going prison because she learned a lot and she kind of learned to stick up for herself a little bit more and not to be that kind of dumb, cutesy girl. Um, but anyways, um, I'm kind of trailing off here, but I just, if you guys get a minute to read that book, it was honestly one of the better memoirs I've ever read. Um, and just kind of a great insight as to Teresa's life. And, um, I just think she's an incredible person. Um, very, very down to earth person, very straight up person, um, tell it like it is type of person. And so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm very, really glad that she's finally found happiness because I know for a while, um, you know, just seeing her on the show, I think she was really struggling to, you know, hold it together, you know, for the sake of the kids. But I think now that she's really happy and now that Joe's happy, I think, you know, the dust has settled a little bit. All right, so I'm I'm going to circle back to that um, interview that I was talking about with Melissa that she did with Us Weekly. Um, so this portion of the interview, she explained why she will no longer be defending her sister-in-law. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, here's what she had to say. Uh, I'm going to be very honest right now. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Um, and I'm I'm going and I'm going to um, don't from now on. I'm done. <laughs> um, actually, this was on. Yeah, no, this this was Us Weekly. Um, she said, it's like when I'm doing the right thing and you will see I'm literally sticking up for her. We did it wrong. So guess what? To each their own, I'm done sticking up for anyone. Uh, I'm going to just sit back here. My, um, I'm just going to sit back here, mind my own business and not stick up for anyone anymore because it was like I can't win. Um, I literally sometimes just feel like I can't win. And guess what? I'm finally okay with that. I'm just going to say nothing anymore and you're on your own. Um, however, Melissa did admit that she is currently at odds with her husband instead of a cast member, um, as she reveals that her marriage is struggling. So that's what I was talking about earlier. Um, okay. Here's the thing with Melissa and Teresa, they've gotten so much better, um, since the early seasons, I think their communication level, I think honestly, what the, what flipped, um, for them, for them too, was when Teresa came back from prison. And I think she really, cause she talked about this in her book. She really admired how Melissa and Joey, st- you know, stood up for those girls while, you know, she wasn't there. And, you know, Melissa did a lot for the girls while she wasn't there. So I think that in a way they kind of grew a little closer when she went away. And, um, you know, I think, um, I don't honestly, if they weren't family, I don't think they would ever be really like close friends because I just think that they're so different. Um, but I think that because they're family, you know, they're, they're kind of forced to kind of reconcile a little bit too. So I think the time has passed for us to, 
you know, sit here and watch Teresa and Melissa fight on reality TV. I think the time has literally passed because these two women have been through the absolute ringer. (laughs) So um, with that being said, I think Melissa is right in a way. Um, However, I mean, we just know the personality of Teresa. So it's kind of one of those situations where I think Melissa can stick up for her, but it should be circumstantial. Um, I don't really know because I know things are going to be getting kind of intense this season. So I guess we'll kind of cross that bridge when we get there. But um, I just wanted to say that I think um, I think Melissa should just kind of choose her battles, you know, uh, choose when to kind of stick up for Teresa and um, and then choose when to stay out of it. I mean, I don't really think that that's going to be that hard. It's been working for this past couple seasons, especially last season. I mean, through everything that they went through with, you know, Margaret and Danielle and Jackie, all this stuff. I think that Teresa and Melissa stayed pretty true to each other. I mean, they did get into a little bit of a tiff when they were in, um, if you guys remember last season when they were, um, I think they were at the Hamptons or something and, you know, like Jennifer was going at it with Melissa and then Teresa was like, well, I got to stay with my sister-in-law and I got to do this. And then it was just, she would, you know, um, she started getting, Jennifer started getting involved with Melissa whatever. So, um, I think they're doing a great job is what I'm going to say. And I think we will play it by ear and talk about it as it goes, but let's see what Melissa meant by that as the season goes on. <laughs> okay. So, since I just talked about that interview with Melissa, um, it was kind of weird because, um, so Joe Judice posted on Instagram, uh, kind of, a, it was a picture of an, an old reunion. I think it was season six reunion. I want to say, um, where Melissa's sitting next to Teresa and then Joe is behind Melissa and then Joe Judice is behind Teresa, obviously. And, um, he kind of captioned the photo by saying, Melissa Gorga needs to shut the fuck up. Um, and added the hashtag shots fired. So, um, I think I'm assuming that this was in, in response to Melissa saying she's done defending Teresa. Um, it, it was one of those posts where it says like, Melissa Gorga needs to shut, shut up. And then it said hashtag Lincoln bio. And I honestly was just, I didn't even need to click on that because I was just, whenever it's, whenever it's a post like that, when it has no comments and it just says Lincoln bio, it's usually a sponsored post. And you usually have to click on like, five different pages before you can actually read the interview. So I just didn't even bother with that. But, um, yeah, the news comes a day after Melissa revealed that she was done defending, um, you know, her sister-in-law. So I honestly don't know the context of, you know, what he was even, I think he, I don't know if he was just bored and he just wanted to talk about it, but I thought it was a little bizarre. So moving on from that, I have a couple um, Us Weekly interviews from Dolores, Jackie, and Melissa, where they reveal how they feel about um, Teresa's new boyfriend. Um, Melissa, I kind of talked about this already, but I'll repeat it again. Um, She kind of said, I wish them happiness and I hope everything's great, Um, but it's new. It's the beginning, so you never know. He seems like a nice guy, so we'll see what happens. Um, And then Melissa also shared that she and her husband, Joe, um, have gone on a couple double dates with Teresa and um, Louie when Teresa was actually just getting to know um, her now boyfriend. And Melissa said it, it's it's been nice to be able to like double date with her again because we haven't done that in forever. So I'm happy for that. Um, they actually did post a picture, or I'm sorry, Teresa. I can't remember who posted. I think it was Teresa. It was a picture of Teresa, Louie, Joe, and Melissa. So it was kind of nice to see them all together. Um, so Dolores appears to be the most excited for Teresa. Um, 
calling her new relationship hot and crazy after years of personal and legal up and ups and downs. Um, Dolores, Dolores, uh, said, when you find a man to be gentle with you and you've been so hard your whole life, you've had to survive, you've detached yourself from things and you can't get emotional because then you're not going to survive walking into a jail or you're not going to survive a crazy divorce. You have to detach your feelings. Uh, we're going to see a different side of Teresa after all this. I agree. Um, yeah, I think that was a good response. And then Jackie also shared, um, that Bravo viewers can expect to see Teresa in a different light in the upcoming season, uh, before throwing a little shade, um, over at Teresa, which is probably not a good idea. She said, I think only unhappy people do bad things. So I'm hoping that if she's a happy person, she'll do less bad things. (laughs) That's a typical Jackie thing to say. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we're gonna, I'm really excited for this season, but yeah, we're probably not going to see much of Louie, but I just, these feuds are killing me. Like these, these interviews are sending me. It's funny. (laughs) All right. So I do have an interview that Dolores did with two fab is what it's called, where she spills the tea about the drama that we're going to see play out, um, this season on season 11. Uh, she teased that the drama, the, she, sorry, she teased that the dramatic showdown, um, uh, claiming that she was blacked out at one point. She said, right out of the box, there's this big, huge fight. Uh, It's going to be a fight you haven't seen in years. Uh, You'll know what I'm talking about when it happens. Uh, She continued noting that uh, she was actually staring out her window at where it went down at her Jersey Shore home. I literally can picture it in my head. All I remember is seeing the producer's faces going, oh my God, oh my God. They were shocked. Everybody was shocked. It's insane. It's crazy. Uh, so according to, God, I'm so excited. I just reading that, like I got chills because I'm so excited. Um, it's just so exciting guys. Like all this drama. I love it. Um, (laughs) according to Dolores during the fight, a cast member said, I didn't think I had it in. I had that in me still. (laughs) Oh shit. Dolores also claims that she blacked out and doesn't remember everything that went down. Uh, she said, there's one moment where I blacked out, like my face got hot. I'll have to watch it to remember the things I said and what I did in that moment. Um, adding that Jennifer just recently revealed to some of, um, recently revealed to, to her some of the things she had said. Um, she said, Jennifer is very detailed in her conversations. As you can see, uh, the other day I was talking to her and she started to tell me the things I said in that scene. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to hear anymore. Just let me see what I said. And I was really literally shocked from the things that I said that she told me. I'm like, I said that. Oh my God. I cannot wait. Um, I was actually just talking about um, Dolores today with a friend of mine, um, or, um, well, she's a friend of mine. If, Nicola, if you're listening, um, I'm talking about you. We were kind of talking about um, Dolores. I I really feel like every cast member on New Jersey individually brings something to, the sh- something to the show. Dolores doesn't pop off much, but when she does, I think it is absolutely spectacular. I think she is the ultimate showdowner, so... Um, yeah, I think that's why she's on the show still. Um, <laughs> anyways, back to the interview. Um, so uh, while Dolores doesn't reveal who was involved in the fight or what caused it, she does reveal that the momentum from the altercation carries through with everybody as the season continues, which is good to hear. Uh, she said, you'll see every single person has their moment. Um, it's like visceral. And she added that there's going to be times during this season that you're going to get nervous. You're going to get up off the couch or the chair. If you're watching with your friends, you guys are going to be screaming at each other. It's going to be like emotional, emotionally crazy. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Like, okay, honestly, from the season trailer, 
like I thought the season trailer for last year was crazy just with all the stuff that was going down. I mean, the ponytail pulling and I just thought it was crazy. But this season does look pretty great. But um, God, I'm so excited. Like all these all these press interviews are just getting me so excited for what's to come. So in another interview that Jackie did with Page Six, um, uh, she kind of talks about the drama between Teresa um, and herself and how it takes a toll on um, Melissa, uh, which is going to play out on the current season. Uh, So Jackie says, you'll see in the few episodes that follow that for a minute it does and it bothers both of us, but you know, you'll see how that plays out. Um, I love how they're just like dropping all this tea and they're saying, well, you'll see how it plays out. Um, (laughs) Sorry. She said, "Um, it's not possible to have a fight with somebody's family member and for there not to be some kind of feelings. Um, Melissa also revealed that her, I'm sorry. um, Oh yeah, you know, she did. Um, Melissa revealed that her close friendship with um, Jackie often puts her in a tough spot with the other um, New Jersey cast members. Um, Melissa said, I do get annoyed at certain things Jackie says, and I get annoyed at things Teresa says. And it really puts me in a bad spot because it's like, I love Jackie. Um, She's a good friend of mine, but Teresa is my sister-in-law. So it's like sometimes even when Teresa's wrong, it's like I look horrible for just taking Teresa's side. But what's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. Uh, She also added, um, and these two are like oil and water. They just don't get along. And I just like been there, done that. I know exactly how to handle Teresa. I know exactly what to do. I know what she's going to get mad at, um, what she's not going to get mad at. So I just look at Jackie sometimes and shake my head. I'm like, good luck with that conversation. And she's like, we need to reason with her. I'm like, okay, I don't know who you think you're reasoning with, but have fun with that. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said this earlier, I think Melissa and Teresa have come such a long way and I think they, they have a mutual understanding with each other. They know which buttons to press and what not to do to set each other off. So I do think that Jackie gets involved a little too much because she's so close with Melissa. I think it makes it awkward for Melissa, but I do have to say that Melissa does a really good job of kind of keeping her relationship with the women separate and she doesn't let it get in the middle of, you know, she doesn't let her relationships with the other ladies get involved with her relationship with Melissa, which I think, or I'm sorry, with Teresa, which I think was an issue in the past as a part of the reason why um, Teresa and Melissa were at odds for so long was because they felt that they were like um, Melissa versus Teresa versus, you know, just being on the same side of each other. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of After Our Tea. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I have a couple other articles that I was going to talk about, but I think I'm going to wait because I kind of want to post my reactions for New Jersey, um, as well as I was going to talk about Salt Lake stuff, but I will talk about that um, after I post my reactions for the reunion for Salt Lake City, as well as the New Jersey episode reactions. Um, So moving forward, just so everybody is clear, um, New Jersey, I think I'm going to do um, reactions um, in groups of three. So I will post a episode reaction after week three of New Jersey. Um, My Salt Lake City reaction for the the reunion, because people have been asking, I will upload it. um, I'm going to do it in all three parts at the end, uh, which is something I just wanted to do for this one just because I feel like the drama isn't as much per reunion as as I was expecting so I think I can cover everything in one podcast episode and be okay with that um and yeah Atlanta I'm probably still gonna do an episodes of or I'm sorry episode groups of four to five um however we're still kind of working on that so um yeah um filming updates for you guys let me go to my list here because I always forget a show um when I listen back 
Um, so Atlanta is still airing on Sundays. You can watch that. Beverly Hills has wrapped filming as of last week. Um, or I'm sorry, not a, not a, not as of last week, a couple weeks ago. Um, Dallas is still airing on Tuesdays. You guys can still watch that. Um, Miami is in the works officially. I can give you guys that announcement, even though I kind of talked about it last time. Um, New Jersey has started and it will be Wednesday, uh, Wednesdays at nine. Um, unless some of you get it earlier, I get it at nine. Uh, New York has wrapped filming as of last week, uh, so we should be getting that soon. Orange County is still up in the air with casting. I'm so sorry about that. Um, Hopefully I'll get more information soon. Potomac is filming, and Salt Lake City is still airing. We have one more week uh, next week, and then we are all finished. Um, So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.